The first cell phone was demonstrated in 1973 by Martin Cooper. You know what wasn't demonstrated? Shared plans. Over 50 years later, you can save on one line thanks to Visible. When you switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible, you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. No hidden fees. No, really. You can look around for them. They're not there. Switch now at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms. Visit Visible.com. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Do not underestimate the power of PlayStation. God, what? Yeah. What the hell was that? <laughs> Say the name of the show. Was that a ghost? It was a little bit of a jazz for you. <laughs> Can we start that again? No, we start at the minute mark. No, just yeah, say no, beyond. We start, at the minute. we start at the minute mark. So we start say, at the minute. Say the name of the show. Say the, You say the name of the show. Oh, maybe I will. Back by popular <laughs> demand, it's podcast Beyond. 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 Okay. Beyond. Beyond? Beyond. Well done, Beyond. boys. Very, very nice. Very nice. Uh, uh, we had a, a poll on Facebook, and it was thousands, a landslide. Landslide thousands of you demanded mm-hmm. that we return with the volley of Beyonds back and forth. And Almost as many as like you better than Mitch on Shuhei Yoshida's poll. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, yeah. poor Thank Mitch. you to uh, Shuhei Yoshida for just breaking that pool stick in half and dropping it between yeah. my friend and I. <laughs> okay, so, uh, yeah, this is Podcast Beyond, episode 417. It's sometimes a show about PlayStation. We do our best, darn it. I'm Max Scova. With me this is... Uh, God dang Marty Sleva. Oh, oh shucks. And then uh, the, the ding dong Brian Altano himself. <laughs> and an old Rassam Frassam Andrew Goldfarb. I miss your new, uh, what is it, What's Up Ballbusters? That was that <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we say a lot of things to each other on this uh, around the, fl- the floor of the office in which we work in, which is IGN. Hi, yeah. IGN. What's up? Anyway, um, Andrew has a nice glow to him today. Nice glow. Yeah. I'm very I'm excited pregnant. to be doing the show. I'm, I, I really love doing the show with you guys. I, somebody, somebody actually mentioned that to me recently. It says that you it said you guys sound like you're having a really good time in there, and it's true. Yeah, we are. Time. Yeah. I feel like video games should be celebrated, and you should be able to talk with your friends about them. Mm-hmm. And if you can't, we're going to do that for you, or you can just yeah. yell yell into your headset on the bus <laughs> until <laughs> everyone looks at you that. like you're weird. You could also go out to the beach and just scream at the sea. That's yeah. what I do. Yeah, just throw a bunch That's of. It's really on Thursday. Scream to the mighty Pacific. Got a date with the ocean. I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, I said the S word a second ago. Uh, did you? Yeah. Which one? Rats. I said throw up a <laughs> a seagull. Okay, well, thanks you for... You shouldn't do that. That's thanks for swearing about ocean life again. All right. Um, <laughs> we've got some news, I guess, kind of um, real quick. There is, uh, there's been news that there's going to be some post-launch Street Fighter V characters, mm-hmm. and uh, apparently a big old leak happened, so if you don't want to know about the fun characters coming to Street Fighter V, cover your ears for a moment. Those characters are Alex, Guile, Ibuki, Balrog, Jury, Yurian, <laughs> and someone who's either fun or a fan. So these are, uh, <laughs> people data mined the PC beta, and they found audio 
uh, like the announcers uh, saying like, "Oh, here comes Ryu," and like these are all in the game. So that happened with Smash Brothers too, right? Sounds like every yeah, game. It's, 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 it's just so like weird. I, you have to assume Capcom knows this is going to happen. Yeah, but like uh, they showed during Paris Games Week, they announced uh, they had a joke that like Harada from Tekken was going to be in the game, but then they showed. Uh, six silhouettes of like the post-launch DLC, and that's very clearly these guys. Like, no. if you look, it looks like Guile. It looks no, like Balrogs that mean uh, dragon from the Fellowship of the Ring who fights the. It's the not a dragon; it's a Balrog. No, but he's like he's the he's the Middle Earth version of a dragon. No, he's a boxer. He was on. He was on the original. No, the old, you're thinking yeah. of the man who gets who whips. I, I he whips Gandalf. About. I think it's very. It's always very great that there's. Oh, they're always just like, like, weird. Goblin names, and then there's just like a regular Jeff. man's name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. uh, Kevin. Ibuki, Balrog, Chris. <laughs> so I kind of hope, I don't know what this fun or fan thing is. I kind of hope that they've got a character who's just like a, a new character who is just like a fighting game community member who's just like a, a dude who likes fighting Vince. games. <laughs> yeah, it's just like Vince a, and Janita. Yeah, I, I would, if Vince I, was in Street Fighter, he would literally just die. I love so that happy. stuff. I love yeah. like sort of yeah. weird, dumb meta things like that. Um, I also love, I like at this point, I. I cannot hold my own in Street Fighter. Like, I'll play it if I'm mm-hmm. just, like, having beers or whatever. But it's, like, it's like a toy line that a friend collects. Mm-hmm. If I go to a friend's yeah. house and I'm like, oh, cool, you got G.I. Joes here. And I'll just play with the G.I. Joes. And it's a bunch of colorful characters. You bash them together and it's a fun time. And I'm happy to hear that Ibuki's in there because she hangs out with a raccoon dog, a little Tanuki. Ooh. You know who Ibuki. I don't know. I thought I thought Ibuki, Juri, and Urian were made up She's got ones. weird sort of... Urian she's got, right? like, sort of... If you could have the... Uh, uh, the pants equivalent of a halter top that's kind of what she's got going on and then she's yep. got a raccoon dog that hangs out with her and probably eats a lot of trash so that's, that's good so, news no, that's that's getting, nice. getting older is kind of awesome because you, you get less like you care less about what other people are doing like so when a bunch of people are happy about Street Fighter 5 even though I'm not good at it and I don't really play it I'm sort of like good for you guys that's yeah. great no I'm it's weird like I get that a lot like I look around the office and I see Destin like really excited about a Destiny <laughs> thing and I'm like oh you're so cute when you're happy it's mm-hmm. just, like, adorable yeah, like, it's I, nice I like when Jose comes in and he's like oh man they added this cool new update to Mario Maker and he's just like his hands are shaking he's like a kid to slumber party that's great I think it's people are doing one of the most important little images on the internet in this day and age is that that little comic that has the little boy and he goes I don't like thing. And then there's the cloud parts and an angel comes down and hands him a piece of paper and he looks at it and it just says, okay. Yeah. And it's like, I think that that's, I send that so many, so many times to people because there's like this, if you don't like, and people, you know, come in the comments on stuff that's like, they'll just see a headline and they'll click on it. They'll come in to argue with that headline to be like, I don't like the thing you're talking about here. This game sucks. And it's like, well, then why'd you click on a thing about it? Well, it's also like if video games are inherently supposed to make you happy, and you're mad at other people for playing other video games, you're not playing the good video games yourself. Yeah. Because yep. if you were, you'd be happy. <laughs> That's how that works. That's a whole circle. You wouldn't have time just to be angry. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't, I don't get mad at people for playing other stuff that I'm not into. I get mad at people for playing really bad games. You get mad at <laughs> so people for doing? weird reasons. Yeah, well, uh, you know, there's a lot of people out there really screwing stuff up. You got mad of- at Marty for <laughs> spoiling that animated GIF earlier. You got All mad right. at Andrew for showing his knees that one time? I don't want to see your knees. <laughs> you get mad about a lot of weird stuff. I love that you, you go through right these, these kind of lapses of, of being positive, Brian, and like I'm generally positive, Brian. But there's always an underlying. Yo, everybody, Brian Altano here. It's so good to be here. Brap, brap. Everybody have a positive, good time. Here's a picture of me with Miyamoto. I love my job. It's a great time. It's awesome. And and like, this week the cardboard girls wrong. <laughs> who left a cardboard box on my desk? And you kick it, and you're like, stupid babies. <laughs> but when you say something really mean, you always laugh immediately after. Which I know. That's a good bully tactic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was just kidding, Mrs. S. Sorry. Jeez. We're friends, aren't we, Andrew? Uh, so anyway, 
Do you think there's a, given that it's a PS4 console exclusive, do you think there's any chance of getting like a cool guest character? Yeah, I was really I was expecting about partially that. During, yeah. um, during PSX, I, I almost expected, or not PSX, Paris Games Week, I almost expected, uh, yeah, like a tie-in character or something. Um, I don't know who would fit, like Delson or like Cole, someone like that? Maybe. I mean, like, that's the thing, though. Like, they yeah. got Link into Soul Calibur, right? So it's like, you can get anybody into a fighting game if you... I mean, they made everybody Kratos work in PlayStation All-Stars to, yeah, exactly. to yeah. an extent. It's just like, there was something... It's weird. I almost said that that game was a little more over the top than Street Fighter. But in a lot of ways, it was. Yeah. Like, Street Fighter has... It has weird magical powers and fire and stuff like that. And there's those elephants that have been watching Dalsim punch the same guys for 30 years. But uh, there was something very cartoonish about the way the, like... The state, the the match matches flowed in PlayStation All Stars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would like to see like uh, Cole or or Nathan Drake. I think that could work. I mean, if it was less about Nathan Drake pulling out a gun and shooting people, I always mm-hmm. thought that was weird. Of all the like in Mortal Kombat, the weirdest stuff to me, besides the fact that there was dragons and summons, was that like a guy would pull out a gun every now and then. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, wait a minute, use this away, Jax. This is a tournament. Put, you, put your gun away. Put your sidearm. I like that. Or like just the Kano would just pull out a knife. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, well, what about this? It's a grenade. Like, Stop that. <laughs> it's not fair. Why is that robot uh, firing missiles? No, that's a good question. Who would be who would be a good fit for like for Street Fighter? You know? I'm just thinking even like with the art style, with sort of that painterly sort of cell shaded watercolor. Onion cat. Tomba. You think Tomba's gonna come <laughs> I back? Love Onion Cat. I, yeah, Tomba's a good a good fit for Street Fighter. I feel like yep. it's a pretty good or that uh Who's that? Who's the, who's the little robot? Sorry, I'm not a big enough PlayStation fan. That little, or it's a cat, the cat one, right? That's what he's, that's what you saying. Yeah, about Toro. Toro. Yeah, yeah. The onion cat. Yeah. Oh, he's an he's an onion. He he brings like a small like uh, ground gourd with him everywhere that he eats. <laughs> I was thought you were ta- I thought you were about talking about Chop Chop Master Onion. All right. Like you said, Onion Cat, and that was the first thing that popped into my head. I was like, oh yeah, Chop Chop Master Onion. <laughs> no, chop Chop g- Master Onion would be a great that addition. Would be really to really good. Yeah. Actually, any like Parappa character would make sense because it's like that animated style. That would actually be really cool. Yeah, like that Moose Cop. Moose no, cop. that wouldn't that wouldn't work. Well, no, Moose Officer Moose. I do wish the Officer Moose would be in Gran Turismo though, or Drive Club. <laughs> okay, that'd be a good fit. <laughs> Drop called bikes. It's super, super realistic, but then it's just a moose. <laughs> you didn't use your blinker. I'm docking you some points there. That whole last paragraph sounded like something a seven-year-old would say after he was hit in the head with something. Welcome to working at IGN, Brian. You're going to like it here. I wish the moose could be in the car. <laughs> All right. Uh, Vita games. Mm-hmm. Remember how they're not making them anymore? Well, I guess JK. they are. What's going on? Andrew. Fill us in, Andrew. Andrew. Yeah, uh, there was a... Uh, Exec at Paris Games Week that said they were not making any first-party video games, and then Shuhei kind of backpedaled on that this week by saying, oh, well, it's not like we're making none of them, it's just that we're more focused on PS4. And it's weird because, like, at E3 they said there were no big Vita games, uh, they said at Paris Games Week, now they're kind of backpedaling, and uh, the interesting part of the quote was someone asked him uh, if he thought, this is all from GameSpot, uh, interviewing him in Paris, and um, someone asked if they thought, uh, if, if Shuhei thought that it would continue beyond 2016, beyond. Beyond. Yeah. And uh, he said, uh, he does think so. Uh, we have to see. Nowadays, people are excited and using Vita very frequently. It's a great portable gaming system. As long as there is demand, why not? Uh, that's interesting to me because I don't know that there is demand. <laughs> like, I don't think this thing is selling super well. Uh, but I, I put together like a, a short list of just some of the stuff coming that's third party, and there is still a lot of Vita games. We talked about this a little bit last week, but Danganronpa, Lego Marvel, Volume, 
every Telltale game, like all those series, uh, yep. they just announced the third Zero Escape game, Zero Time Dilemma, mm-hmm. uh, Mighty Number no. Nine, which is Severed. awesome because that's I'm probably going to play Mighty Number no. Nine on Vita. That Same. seems like yeah, the, the place mm-hmm. to play. Yeah, it. yeah totally agree. I think of this list, Severed is the most Severed was yeah. awesome. Scott we played it. At, yeah. You played yeah. it at PAX, right? Played at PAX. Yeah, I yeah. I played it at PAX last year. Um, we'll be hearing more man, about that. Yeah, I can't believe that was. So that was so long ago. That was, was last so long March, ago. And we haven't yeah. heard anything about it since, right? No, no. Um, I, mean, I imagine it's going to be an early 2016 game. I think we'll yeah, see I, more of PSX, and then I mean, the, I would be very surprised. What I was worried about that game was that uh, it's on like every platform that has a touchscreen. Mm-hmm. So I feel like one or two of those is probably holding it back. Like it, it mm, seemed, yeah, it seemed pretty much there from the the Vita version. Like it was, that's that's exactly where I want to play that game. I don't want to play that game on iPhone because there was yep. so every now and then you'd you'd go to your buttons and you could use them. You, you remember buttons? Because <laughs> they were there. I do like buttons? buttons. Nice. Yeah, have you guys fun. played any uh, of the Telltale games on Vita? Yeah, I did no. all of all of season two on of Walking Dead, and it was uh, about twenty percent of it when it got really heated up. Was like a slideshow. Yeah, so I, I tried to play the first episode. They're, they're of not optimized. And it just, yeah. Well, and it's like I can deal with that because like I'm I'm like this is I'm flying across the country and I'm playing like a you know a Telltale episodic game on a portable device. Like there's something amazing about mm-hmm. that. Yeah. But uh, when things heat up in that game, uh, and there's so much action on screen, it would actually freeze and then skip. Yeah. So it was like almost like watching <clears throat> a made-for-TV movie. Or it's like when something buffers and you just like miss part of yeah. it. Yeah. Where like a character pulls out a gun and all of a sudden it's like, you never told me you. <laughs> it's like someone's dead and I'm like, what happened? Did I make that choice? I don't know. It's yeah. funny because like they run really well on iPad. So it's yes, I don't not, get that. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, so but yeah, yeah I, I, think this, Vita, this, I don't think Vita's. I mean, no, Vita's never going to take off more than it is right now, but yeah. I think there will always be that niche demand for it. I think, like, games like Danganronpa, like, obviously, all those Spike Trump soft games, like Zero Escape. Do you like, know what we need to do? This is this is the, this is the last-ditch effort to save the Vita. That? Um, and it, it pains me to have to say this, but we we should get PewDiePie to do a video Yeah, with the PlayStation Vita. All right. And all of a sudden, the sales would turn around. Do you remember there was this really bad... What was that? It was, like, Skate 3. That he started playing like there was a game that he started playing like four years after everybody else, and it like cracked the top five sales chart in the really? in the UK because right, everybody he did a video. tweeted PewDiePie. And asked yeah, him to tweeted make a Vita PewDiePie. Video. Well, the problem is you can't PewDiePie. easily you can't easily easily capture a Vita games. You know, you can't have a. a I think with the a, new one you can right with maybe. the slim because it's finally just it's not proprietary. It just PS TV. Yeah, but that's and yeah, PS TV is really easy. That's so yeah. This is this is a really it's been a really frustrating story. For us to cover as journalists, for us yeah. to cover as gamers, mm-hmm. like, well, it just—they've said both sides of it a hundred times. Yeah. So yeah, I think yes, there are Vita games coming. Is kind of the point, right? And a lot of them are third party. Maybe we'll see a first party game, kind of it, to some extent. Like maybe we'll see an X Dev thing or something. Mm-hmm. I, obviously, we're not. I don't think we're going to see from the ground up Infamous or God of War, any of the kind of big things we expected three years ago. Mm-hmm. No. Um, what I think is odd is we saw. I remember seeing uh, Vitas at GDC. There were definitely setups there. Mm-hmm. I yeah. did not see any at E3, which everyone was kind of worried about. Yeah. Didn't see any at. I mean, I was were there any on the show floor? I don't think there were any at E3. No, right? there weren't. Not at the Sony booth. There were like no. Persona 4 Dancing All Night was there. Like at other right. booths. Yeah. Sure. Like, yeah, I don't think Sony had a dedicated Vita section. But they also had a lot of big. Like, I mean, I think they were really trying to push PS4 there. You know, and maybe yeah. it's just a matter of. I mean, not the more telling to, thing, you know, fragment the message at all, or um, nothing at. We didn't know about anything about uh, about Paris Games Week. Nothing at TGS really. Uh, not maybe. even in the conferences. I mean, that's the thing is like yeah. they're not on stage at all. Yeah, um, but there's also all those indie games that are coming to PSN that aren't out yet, like Night in the Woods. I know. Um, 
I mean, Hyperlight Drifter is, I believe, still coming to Vita. Yeah, there's a bunch of the like, Day of the Devs thing is this weekend, and there's mm-hmm. a bunch of, I mean, there's probably going to be like five, ten Vita games there that sure. are also, you know, PS4 and PC and, then, and yeah, everything else. PSX is a, would be a great follow up to that because yeah. I, th- I feel like if there's if there's a place that Sony's going to really kind of be preaching to the choir, but in a, a good way of just being like, hey. Here's why you should have a Vita. It's people who are already on board with, you know, the Sony family of stuff. And yeah, yeah. Like I don't, I don't mind. I'll put it this way: I don't mind that the Vita is going to basically get PS4 leftovers until it dies. I don't mind. Like that's a harsh way to put it. I don't, I I don't actually mind because there are certain things like like Lego Marvel and Mighty Number Nine. I would rather play on Vita. Same, I mean, I'm in the same boat, but that's the thing. Like, I don't think you're going to see Vita exclusives anymore. Yeah. Even the things that were like Gravity Rush or Danganronpa, like they're coming to PS4. Yep. Like, it just makes mm-hmm. more sense. I, Gravity Rush isn't even a Vita game anymore, even though the first one was. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that it, it isn't worth it. Because uh, if you're making a PS4 game, like, why would you try to make it run right. on Vita? Like, why bother optimizing it when it's just going to sell so well on PS4 and probably not that well on Vita? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I like that people still are. I'm really, like I was saying last week, legitimately excited for LEGO Marvel on Vita. Mm-hmm. I'll play my number nine there. I'll still play Danganronpa there, even though it's on PS4. Um, Night in the Woods, I really want to play on, on yeah. Vita. Yeah, totally. it's like and that game looks like, a, looks like a sad picture book. And I yeah. want to just curl up in bed and play yeah. it. And mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to play volume on it because I don't think I would play that on PC or anything. Um yeah, I, I think, you know, it's still a good little system. Yeah. I still love mine. Now, here's a big piece of news for you. PS4 sales are now at 29.3 million. Yeah, and this is now, so they're, it's from their Sony Financials this week, uh, that's the shipped number, not the sold through number, which is what they'd been reporting up until about July. Uh, they were talking about, like, this many had were owned by consumers, whereas yep. this is the number sold to retailers. Mm-hmm. But still, like, I mean, by the at the end of July, the last quarter financial report, it was at 25, so it's 4 million since then, and... Surely by PSX it'll be they'll pass thirty million. So oh, yeah. yeah, I mean this I'm is actually, a month. I'm surprised yeah. I didn't wait to do that. It's sort of like when I get someone a gift and I'm so excited about it that I, I have to tell them a few days yeah. early. Well, this wasn't. This was just it. It was it was released in the financials. Basically, they yeah. didn't like make a big deal out of it and announce it. I think they'll say it on stage. Thirty million at PSX would be my guess. Um, but yeah, it's doing really well. It's outpacing PS2, mm-hmm. uh, which had sold just under twenty five in the same amount of time. Uh, it's not doing quite as well as the Wii, which is at thirty five in the same amount of time. But um, I can't believe it's outpacing the PS2. That's that's like the big story there, mm-hmm. right? That's Absolutely huge, insane. As yeah. a, especially because the PS2 was basically that DVD player Trojan horse for a while. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was the, te- the cheapest DVD player on the market for yeah, a while. Yeah, and if the, the Wii, if you needed to break a lamp, the Wii was what you bought to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you needed something yeah. to mm-hmm. really you mess up mess up your TV, to to put a hole in your ceiling, to hit a loved one and be able yeah. to get away with it. Yes, yeah. <laughs> the true victimless crime. If you wanted to feel the, the infuriating sense of watching somebody else make their own me character for three and a half hours, <laughs> they don't have my nose. Um, but yeah, that's huge. But uh, we yep. did read some. I read some story recently, and I don't have it here in the doc, but about how console sales are are down. Otherwise, so what's going on? Because this seems like it's telling the opposite of that message. But yeah, is the really, market shrinking? I, it, it's weird, right? Because I think like probably yes and no. I think there there is still a market for home consoles, but I, obviously mobile is a really big deal. I think there are so many people that are. You know, it's like it goes both ways. I think there are people who are like, oh, I don't want to play console because I want to play stuff on the go. There are people who weren't really traditionally gamers who started playing on mobile, and now they're buying consoles because they do like yeah. kind of that multiplayer environment. So I think it works both ways. There's also that, the mobile stuff, and then there's the fact that, like, I mean, for a minute, one of the coolest things you could watch Netflix on was, like, a 360 or a PS3 or whatever. Right, yeah. right now it's like we've got, you know, Chromecast and Apple TV and sure. Fire Sticks yeah. and all that crap. Oh, Fire Sticks? Fire Sticks, yeah. yeah. you got Devil Sticks, uh, wacky yo-yos, and yeah. all, the, all the fun new things you plug in the back of your TV. Yo-yo always like, seems like a weird 
I don't like the word yo-yo. Okay, I'm sorry I said yo-yo no, on the podcast. It makes me... I just like yo-yo Ma, and I feel like okay, we're not actually right. talking about him. All right. It's not an insult. We're almost never talking about yo-yo Yeah, we're, we don't have to talk bet. about yo-yo Ma anymore. Yeah. Uh, point being, I, I think that there was... you know, If you got a screaming kid who wants to play Angry Birds, yep. and you and your you and your significant other want to watch Game of Thrones on your TV or whatever, uh, and you don't have a cable box or something, you know, that there's other options than throwing 400 bucks at a right you know you can you can buy a, a do you see you can get a, a six pack of like kindles or something you can get like kindle fires by like the five pack for the holidays that's really oh they, they were doing it yeah. was amazon's new tablet they were they're selling a tablet that's 50 dollars. Yeah. and if you buy it's either four or five you get the the uh, the last one free which is great which if you got a, sort of, a family of screaming yeah, yeah. it's just like it's like summoning wow. a spell that shuts up your entire family yeah it's amazing uh but you're totally right because i remember there were people that were using they're like consoles were our dedicated Netflix boxes for a long time mm-hmm. yep. and our, our movie boxes and stuff like that. And that's not even the case anymore. I didn't really ever think about it like that. So you take all that out of it and then you take away the sort of mind share and just sheer time that people are spending on their phones rather than in front of their consoles. And like, it's difficult. It, it, it shatter, it shatters the amount of things that you'd be doing in one place, mm-hmm. but it, it's, it actually makes me funnel into my PS4 more because it's a place where I can go where I'm I'm not as bombarded with the notifications and everything else that you know like we mm-hmm. we we are uh, we're part of the the podcast beyond Facebook group has almost ten thousand people yep. the comedy button Facebook group has ten thousand people uh, we we all have a lot of Twitter followers like we get tons of emails on personal emails and blah, blah, blah. it's you know first world problems but all of those things find their ways into your phone or your tablet. Um, and on my PS4, I kind of keep that stuff away. You know, it's basically just movies and games. So I don't I don't ever want to see that get completely shattered. You know, mm-hmm. I, th- I think it's important to have these places where you play a game. Like, video games started as, as arcades, basically, which are these behemoth-looking monsters that sat in a room and did one thing. Mm-hmm. And they commanded your attention, and you went over, and you hunched over it, and you lined up a bunch of quarters, and you played on it. And, it, like, you didn't get texts on it, you know? Mm-hmm. You didn't get emails on it, so... No, I mean, yeah. I like the, I like the fact the that consoles. I, can, I, I can't check my email on, on a PS4, but if I f- do something really weird with horse poop in a video game, and I want to show that to a bunch of people, there's yeah. a button I can push, and it goes to my Twitter. But I don't yeah. have to be, like, I'm not, like, refreshing a feed or anything. There is that one-way street kind uh-huh. of stuff, which I really like. That's, that's, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's a the, the philosophy behind different machines is kind of fascinating. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. it's kind of garbage to be like, oh, like the the console sales are down. It's like, well, what the hell is a console in 2015 anyway? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are you going to do with that? Yeah, it's it's moving the goalposts a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, my last name for a minute. They say gold moving the goalposts. Yeah. <laughs> goalposts. Okay. I fucked up. <laughs> 105 new games have been added to PlayStation now. And they're like all I don't games. mean that they add them, added them right this instant. I mean they added to the streaming service. That uh, is anyone using uh, that? No. Yeah. No. no. That's I mean, the weird thing. And here's the weird thing about it. It works from like freaking everything. Like it works from some like smart TVs. Yeah. You can yeah. use it with PS Vita TV, which is only like fifty bucks on sale a lot of the time. So it's like in that way, it's kind of interesting. If like for some reason you just don't want a PS3 or PS4, but you really want to play Beyond Two Souls or Resident Evil Six or whatever, like well, it's like it's it's like you remember when. When your iPad one got slow, and you're like, the future sucks. Like we have this thing that I wanted my entire life, which was hundreds of games in space. Yeah, man, it's Sega, it's Sega Channel. It's Sega Channel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I don't use it because it's like 
I, maybe kind of hard to set up or like I read a bad news story about it when it first came out that it was kind of slow or like stuttery. And I just don't I don't use it, but I'm sure there's some cool stuff there. I mean, I yeah, it's 20 bucks a month. You yeah. have it's now like a lot of games. I think the smart thing for them to do would be especially like in like December, January would be to sort of package in a free month or two with PlayStation Plus. Be like, hey, yeah. this yeah. is how like try this out. A mm-hmm. lot of you haven't. And yep. people are like, oh man, look at all these games here. You can get a seven day trial for free, um, which is like I guess enough to try it. I, but it just doesn't. I don't know. I would say the reason they haven't done that is that it's not up to par yet. Like yeah. I, I think that they're still kind of stress testing it and kind of building out the mm-hmm. library, and maybe we'll see something where they're like, hey. This is now now there's a second tier of PlayStation Plus or whatever you know whatever the hell they wind up doing with it, it's ready you know it's like yeah, it's, yeah but I'm it's also working. worried that it's just going to be like PlayStation Home and mm-hmm. never go out of beta. And That's also possible. Yeah. I have a weird, and this is probably like a psychological quirk, but I have a weird like disconnection with playing a game that I don't own in some way. I don't know if that makes any sense to you guys. I'm completely with you on that. Yeah, like I mean, streaming a console game to me. Like that isn't tucked away on my system digitally or on a shelf in a case. Like mm-hmm. it feels, feels like, like renting an experience. It feels like playing at your friend's house. Yeah, and you're not sure if yeah. your sister's going to come in and f-, f up your save file. That's exactly it. And I I sh- it shouldn't be like that. It's it's totally sick. and it's it's like you know like pack rat mentality or like basically being a kid and just having having games that were tangible items. Mm-hmm. I think it's different. Like it's not for us because even aside from the fact that like we work here and get games. Like I think if you think about it, like we're Adults with jobs, and we can buy a game if we want it. Right. Like for twenty bucks, like if you don't have a lot of money to buy games, if you have PlayStation Plus and you have twenty bucks, you twenty bucks a month, you have access to like a hundred games. You can try them if they're bad. You don't have to play them, and you didn't waste sixty bucks. I think like in that way, it's probably appealing. Yeah. So um, or like just games you missed, like just a backlog of like here are twenty Capcom games I never mm-hmm. had a chance to play. Mm-hmm. Conversely, I think there's also that like there's that difference between like the McDonald's menu and the In-N-Out menu. You go into In-N-Out, there's like one, two, or three, or ABC, or whatever the hell it is. Yep. You go to McDonald's and there's like, a, it's like a Final Fantasy crafting screen or something. Like, what the <laughs> hell am I looking at? And I think that there's that, like choice is actually kind of overwhelming after a certain point. If you buy a game and you get a physical copy of a game and you take it home, and I mean, you can we can all kind of vouch for this as having, here's a, here's a game you got for your birthday and it might suck. It might be, Alfred Chicken or something, and like, yep. but you would play that religiously because you had it and it was a game. Yep. Uh, and I find myself like nowadays, like Netflix, we get new movies all the time, constantly, and I cannot remember the last time I sat down and finished a movie on Netflix. Yeah. Most of the time, I'm just like, yeah, Big Trouble in Little China. I have the Blu-ray, but screw it, it's right there. I'll hit a button yeah. and it comes on. Well, because when you were a kid, you'd go to the video store and you'd spend 45 minutes renting a game or a movie, and you'd go home and you had to love it because. Uh-huh. It was either that you or spend some money on it, or stare at a wall. Right, you know, like that was your only choice. But now, yeah, we have that freedom of choice, and it's it's almost overwhelming to the point that it's boring. Oh yeah, no, yeah, I, like I downloaded I'm, Grow Home, and I played that for like probably an hour. Yeah, and then I was like, eh. And if I had paid money for that game, I'd probably feel compelled to actually keep going. Sure, you would but I was it. just yeah. like, yeah, eh, you know, whatever, nothing to stake here. And I, I may, I'm, I'm completely turned off of PlayStation now on that very basis that, like, there's nothing, there's no, you know, there's no gun to the back of the head kind of being like, yeah, you you made an investment here, and that you've yeah. made your bed, right. now you're going to sleep in it. It almost feels like when, uh, I don't know, I guess whatever, it was illegal, but I don't really care, when, like, we all downloaded, like, an NES ROM for the first time in, like, yeah. the 90s or whatever, and it was like, oh, my God, I have every NES game. And it was like, but I'm not going to actually... None of this is going to mean anything to me because yeah. I'm going to play 35 seconds of Tekken Super each Bowl one. before yeah. I jump into Contra, before I jump into Castlevania. And if a game pushes you away immediately, you're going to delete it or never play yeah, it again. Exactly. Well, that's the thing. If, that was my problem with uh, Rare Replay yeah. on Xbox One. Is like I 
I was like, oh my god, there's so many great games in this, and I played all of them for two minutes each, you yeah. know, and it's just that weird. Well, yeah, most it's, it's, of those qu- quickies with Goldfarb. Quickies with Goldfarb. <laughs> most of those games are not great games. Uh, sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's really RGN. legitimately like I. <laughs> I uh, yeah. Thanks, Marty. <laughs> uh, I jokingly say write in a lot, but seriously, if you like religiously use PlayStation Now, I would love like please write in or tweet yeah, us or whatever. Like, I would yeah. just love to hear mm-hmm. if you really like this service. I'm just legitimately curious on like what you like about it and what your kind of use case is and why it's a good fit for you. I, I, I always wonder if like someone is if someone hopped into maybe they were a 360 gamer and they they bought a PS4. Like, yeah. would this be the smart way for them instead of being like, well, go. Back Back and pick up Uncharted and yep. pick up the you know the, the infamous and stuff like that. Almost being like, well, maybe just spend twenty bucks a month on this thing yeah. and then go back and do it for six months. Dabble all of them. Or yeah, whatever, if you yeah. got a fast enough internet connection. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely cheaper than buying the HD you know remake of Uncharted and The Last of Us sure. and everything yeah. else. Yeah. So. so yeah, it's not obviously not aimed at us, but yeah, if you if you use PlayStation Now, if you like it, please write in. What's that email address? Beyond. 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 It's actually just one beyond. One single beyond at IGN.com. That's right. Cool. Hit us up. We love emails there sometimes, unless they're yep. about dogs, and then everyone gets mad at me for bad contest rules. Um, <laughs> here's a fun thing, sort of. Uh, the Uncharted soundtrack is coming to vinyl. Yeah, just, I mean, just a quick thing. It's so pretty. Yeah. I just think it's worth yeah, mentioning. No. Um, I Am 8-Bit is killing it with vinyls recently. Oh, yeah. uh, they did those Banjo-Kazooie ones. They did that FTL one. Uh, they're just they did incredible. Journey, didn't they? Was that that? Yeah, one? I got yeah. the Journey one on my desk. It's gorgeous. Yeah. That said, I like. I would absolutely not want the Uncharted soundtrack to... I mean, it's it's not a bad soundtrack. I just I wouldn't want to listen to that. It's also yeah. just... It, Do you I'm listen gonna, to the Star Wars soundtrack? No. Yeah, me neither. I can't I lo- listen. Like, I had a cassette tape. That. That. I had a cassette tape of Empire Strikes Back, which uh, some of the weird kind of B side tracks, like yeah. the, the, the Hoth battle and stuff, or like where it's like a little bit more like I don't know this one. Those are kind of cool, but like I have the uh, yeah. I have the CD box set of the mm-hmm. original trilogy that has like this vertical book in it. That when I was home in New Jersey for New York Comic Con a couple weeks ago, my mom was like, "Take this back to California," and I'm like, "I don't even have like a place to play these, mm-hmm. nor do I like." Like I I don't, I don't want to just like clean my apartment yeah. listening to like so the, that, that yeah. said like I I love soundtracks I listen to a ton of soundtracks um I John Carpenter's stuff is frequently on on repeat yeah. uh, Tangerine Dream there's a lot of stuff I I really do enjoy uh <clears throat> something about like really big bombastic soundtracks just don't work for me and Uncharted very much falls in that category it's also got that yeah. stupid Vuvuzela noise mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> for me it's honestly I'm a fake vinyl boy like I just I buy them to display them I would, I would frame yes. them apparently yeah. like, a lot I of people do it I don't even have a uh, fake, record player fake vinyl I'm a, yeah, I'm a fake vinyl boy <laughs> real fake vinyl boy yeah, uh, I mean that, but I, I would really like legitimately like I buy these because I just think they're pretty like the, the, the box Miami set is incredible the box set is mm-hmm. gorgeous it's yeah. absolutely the art is absolutely stunning yep. it's, it's really cool uh, musically I think that that fits perfectly within the world of that game, but like when I'm chilling at home, like I don't need to hear the music from when the the car chased Nate down yeah. that so, alley. Yeah, so, <laughs> flipped over. Hey, so I'm actually I'm playing Uncharted One right now. Like everybody else, apparently was playing cool games, and I always felt left out. So I was like, I'll check out a cool game. I'll check out the Uncharted Nathan Drake collection. And I downloaded it. You know, I was like, screw it. It was Friday night. I was home alone. I was like, yeah, I'll play a game. And I'm like, I should really just start at the beginning, which is really not really recommended like Uncharted 1 really good game it feels kind of dated it definitely feels I absolutely agree yeah. it feels like a little bit of a trudge I feel like that almost seems like blasphemous to come in here and say that but like no it's okay no, I, I mean, mean like yeah, the, go back and Uncharted 2 is the one I'm excited to replay in that collection yeah, um, yeah. I love Uncharted 2 I really like Uncharted 3 also um I do think Golden Abyss is a better game than Uncharted One. I would agree. They, they were they were figuring I'm out so that. much. Like with with Uncharted One, you got to think that this was like this is Naughty Dog playing with 
cell processors for the first time. Like yep, they were yep. like, okay, PS3, let's see what the hell this is. And like some of the water in that game is incredible. And I mean, I'm, I'm looking at remastered, obviously, but yeah, like yeah. they were, and they're also climbing. It's also like, it's, had, it's, had any games done climbing like Uncharted before that? No, um, well, I mean that was yeah. no. I mean, that was right in the like, like uh, AC one. And, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's tough to say because we got so many games like that within just a few year window. Like there was like the Saboteur and then uh, yeah. Assassin's Creed and just all these things happened within the same few years. But like tonally, Uncharted was different than anything Naughty Dog had ever done, which is like mm-hmm. the really yeah. sort of like that's the that's the kind of more interesting lens to look at it with at this point. Because I I'm, I I'm with you that like as a game. I feel like it's sort of like watching a very like CG heavy action movie from 2003. Mm-hmm. Well, it's almost like huh, the rundown or something. Like, yeah, yeah, where I, you're kind of like, oh, well. I feel kind of bad because the only reason, like Uncharted One in a vacuum, if it was the only game they ever made in the series, is a great game. Yeah. But the problem is like now with the advantage of hindsight, comparing it to Uncharted Two and Three oh, and yeah. The Last of Us, like it doesn't stand a chance because like obviously those games are better well, because they had so much longer and they yeah, the system better sure. and they had longer to kind of perfect that formula and the team grew and all of that so like Naughty Dog is so incredible that it's almost this unfair thing where like you go back to their older games and you're like well it's not as good as the one they made five years later it almost feels like the uh, like the young Indian an episode of like the young Indiana Jones TV show yeah. compared to like some of the really good Indiana Jones movies mm-hmm. where you're like, well, this is like a whimsical like start of the journey, and by two and three, you're like, man, that got kind of dark. It also yeah. feels like they're kind of padding it. Like, there's a lot of systems in there that they were kind of trying out. Like, yeah. you get your occasional like you know rope puzzles, and you got to push the thing, mm-hmm. and you got to shoot way too many dudes, and then you get to like a jet ski part, and you're like, this is really cool. I'm in a jet ski, and I'm going up little little rivers and stuff. Yeah, and it's like. <clears throat> I'm I'm like, but why wasn't this like closer together? And Uncharted mm-hmm. Two is so good at that at feeling like you're actually moving along. And this totally. is like you're in a jungle. Yeah. You got to shoot a guy, move a thing, shoot a guy. Yeah, some more Uncharted guys. Two rarely sort of stops to go like, <sighs> okay. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Uncharted One has a little bit more of that. And it's That's also why I love Three. The, yeah. Like my favorite moment in Three is when it's like the end of the whatever mission, and Drake just comes home and like lays Spoilers. in Elena's lap. Well, no, I mean, it's just it's just such a nice human moment. I just love that yeah, scene. I don't know. There's, there's a lot of people that probably haven't played it yet. Yeah. They're waiting for That's Christmas a, time. Worth, a, worth Not playing a around spoiler. with. <laughs> um, they do I, a kiss. I do there is a, a, there's a kiss with their mouth. There is a very consistent theme in the Uncharted series. Yeah. And it is that trucks hate Nathan Drake. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that they're always there's always a truck coming to get him. Yeah. Like, and that Nathan Drake is a mass murderer. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's that, too. Hundreds of But really, like, died. it's just like his one his one nemesis is just trucks. There's that first part in in, uh, in Uncharted <laughs> 1 where that truck pulls up and you're on a pillar and the maybe the jumping's a little bit wonky in that part, but they're just shooting at you and you got to shoot this one. They, they're like, which is it's you very... Wanna go, you want to go shoot at that man over there on that waterfall? Okay, good. Uh, should I get out this big drum of gasoline from the back of my truck? <laughs> no, that's cool. Just, just leave it there. We're just going to shoot one dude. What could go wrong? And then you're just like, <laughs> And then there's like the three levels where a single truck is chasing you through Uncharted 2. Yeah. And then they're like, fans of the series are going to be happy to know that the titular villain from Uncharted is back. I know it's not titular, but you know, <laughs> the truck that hates Nathan Drake is back for revenge. But in Uncharted 4, he finally conquers the truck and drives it. In Uncharted 4, you got, true. you got some truck driving. That's spoilers you do for get people who didn't see the second I half think of that demo. A, there's still some other trucks that want you dead during that scene. The truck's so. brother is going to become come back to... <laughs> Voiced by Troy Baker. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we, we have some events coming up. Oh, uh, boy. BlizzCon is like three days from now. Um, What's BlizzCon, Andrew? BlizzCon is this incredible, gigantic... <laughs> I uh, some people don't know what BlizzCon no, is. No, yeah. I'm just saying, I feel like you asked him like you didn't actually care. <laughs> <laughs> I have to cover this all day Friday. What the hell is it? That's uh, like when a dad's like, 
What what's what's a Pokemon? <laughs> Here, just take the wallet. What are we waiting in line for? Get out of my face. Uh, BlizzCon is is kind of like what PSX is for PlayStation. It's for all the Blizzard games. It's owned and operated by Blizzard in Anaheim, where their headquarters is, and it's um really fun. I went two years ago with Leah. It's I, I don't even play that many Blizzard games, but I think that show is really really cool. And yeah, like, the, this entire so one positive. is this is all dedicated to Candy Crush this time, right? It's yeah, five, that's right. The whole yeah. thing. Five full days. <laughs> Crush Candy Crush. I want to I want to uh, say this: like whenever you have a convention that's like the more focused a convention is, I think the more happy it is. Like, oh, it's so, so great! Like Star Wars yeah. celebration. Oh my god! Really, just about Star Wars. It might yeah. be an Indiana Jones or two there, or like some ironic Trekkies. But like, and yeah, I mean, you know, I got the Star Wars kind of celebration. I remember looking around, being like, "Man, this is a lot of Star Wars." And yeah. then after the third day, I was like, "This is a lot of Star Wars." <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. it's really cool. And I feel like you go to Comic Con now, and you're like. It's just kind of like, hey, nerds, what do you like? And you're like, well, I like The Walking Dead, and I like uh, PlayStation. They're like, yeah, well, here's a My Little Pony, and they're going to stand in front of you yeah. in line well, somewhere. And I'm big, like, All big right. kind of multi-purpose conventions are like going to music festivals, and yeah. you're like, there are three people. I w- like, I want to see ACDC and Daft Punk. I don't care about anybody else, mm-hmm. so I've got two and a half days of stuff I yep. hate. Yep. And then, I mean, if you go to a very, very focused thing, you're like, I'm going to go see this show of this band I like, and they're headlining, and it's great. And maybe the opening acts aren't so great, but there it is. That's why, yeah. Emma, that's why Emma WatCon was so popular. Emma WatCon, yeah, the world's number one Emma Watson convention. It was very, very she special. Hasn't, she actually hasn't been to for the fifth year in a row. Yeah, thank you guys for all coming to my living room for that <laughs> massive convention. Apparently she has a restraining order against the, the WatCon contributors is Ten what they call themselves. points for Gryffindor. Um, yeah, the uh, but BlizzCon, BlizzCon, you know, that's cool that they do that. I, 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 yeah. could, I haven't cared particularly for any Blizzard properties since, like, Warcraft 2. But well, and that's the weird thing about it. Like, it's, does, it's so. almost funny to mention on this show because obviously, ninety nine percent of the stuff at BlizzCon is PC. Uh, but of course, Diablo three and then Reaper of Souls came to PS four. Uh, so if there is some kind of new Diablo announcement, new expansion, that would be announced on Friday. And then um, I don't know, like thinking outside the box, like we were talking about this earlier, like Overwatch could theoretically come to consoles. Yeah, I've been seeing a lot of people play Overwatch in the office, and it looks real exciting. And, Overwatch, and, yeah. looking at this, the beta just happened. Um, it's it is one of those fast-paced PC shooters, but it doesn't look too fast-paced to be doing it on a on a console. Yeah, and I mean, we if this was if this was last gen, uh, the thought of of a PC game coming over to coming over to PS3 just for the hell of it. Mm-hmm. I, yep. eh, I don't know, not so much, you know. But this time around, it sort of seems like kind of it's kind of even footing in terms of hardware. Yeah, I think it's like one of those probably not, but it could situations, right? Like I feel like it could, which is why like I. I can see why they would want to. I mean, maybe they'd wait till after it's out in PC, because um, obviously Diablo had a big gap before coming to uh, PS3, PS4. But um, is this the year that the ten-year-old uh, rumor of World of Warcraft coming to consoles finally happens? Yeah, who knows, right? That yeah, seems... it's interesting. There's weirdly rumors about StarCraft Ghost. Uh, none of them are founded on anything, but uh, very long time ago, there was a game called StarCraft Ghost that never actually came out. It was a third-person game. Uh, I played it at E3 2004 on GameCube, oh, I believe. Right. Uh, oh, you played it? Yeah. He thinks he played it. <laughs> I've, uh, I've, uh, it was 11 years ago. I'm uh, at a playground right now. Yeah. Because my dad works like at Nintendo. Just, yeah. uh, a lot of people think they played a lot of things on <laughs> GameCube. <laughs> but no, I think, uh, I, I don't think that will happen either. But I don't know. I, I just wanted to briefly mention BlizzCon because who knows, right? I think it's kind of cool that, uh, like you were just saying, like this generation, <clears throat> that stuff can happen. Like, yeah. You do see games like that on yeah. PS4. Yeah. I think what it's kind of cool. So for uh, the Friday morning at 11 a.m.? 
is the keynote. Is yeah, the which keynote. is worth so 11 to 12 90 percent of yeah. the, the news will probably so, come out. Well, the fact that Diablo did come to current gen consoles and seemed to do pretty well. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think yep. Overwatch is that much of a, a long shot, especially given that it's a it's a shooter and yep. people seem to like shooting things on consoles. Mm-hmm. And it's been a couple of years since they announced Reaper Souls, uh, so who knows if there would be another Diablo expansion? I mean, this would be the place to announce it. So remember Rock and Roll we'll Racing. Yeah, yeah, those were cars with attitude. They should come back. Yeah, that'd be great. I agree. Uh, <laughs> uh, PSX is coming up too. Yeah, much more relevant event, obviously PSX. Yeah, that's December fifth and sixth. Uh, we're about a month out. Pretty exciting. It's right in our backyard. Yeah, not literally. It's not like in your. In, you do have a pretty big backyard, actually. That's not my backyard. That's my building's backyard. Oh. I live in San Francisco. I don't have a backyard. A cute no one backyard. here does. I'm glad we're full getting, house getting was here. a lie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I want to go over some of the. Uh, Sort of, because the thing with PSX is it's also probably going to be paired again with the Game Awards or the Video Game Awards or the, the VGXs or whatever the VGAs, they call those. Yeah. Which is where we haven't really heard anything about those, right? Mm, Keely tweeted out that they're happening, but he hasn't given okay. specific details. So I imagine, like, this PSX is uh, a Saturday and a Sunday. It's beginning of December. I imagine the VGX or whatever they are will be that Friday. Friday. <laughs> um, last year, yeah. yeah, and last year, uh, in terms of PlayStation stuff at the VGAs, it was, uh, there was that No Man's Sky sort of like concert thingy, and then there was. Uh, yeah. There's Phantom Pain stuff, there's Until Dawn stuff, a lot of Nintendo stuff. But then at PSX, we got the first look at that Uncharted 4 uh, single-player demo mm-hmm. that was sort of the open, running through the jungle and killing dudes and punching them in the face. Uh, we got the Chalice Dungeon stuff from Bloodborne. Uh, Street Fighter Five finally got confirmed. Uh, we saw David Jaffe's Drawn to Death, which we haven't pretty much seen in the last year. Uh, that he was had a very open development with that. Yeah. He's shown bits and pieces here and there. That was all PSX there. last year? That was all PSX. Wow. It, we got it, the, it's Drawn to Life, isn't it? What? Isn't it Drawn to Life? Pretty sure oh, it's I was drawn, drawn, it's dra- drawn to Death. Drawn to Life is a... a That's an, a charity. An indie they, game. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. That Come on, was, uh, it's, it's David Jaffe's. Uh, fair, fair point. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah. It's, Drawn it's, to Death sounds way better. It's funny because Drawn to Life is a is a hand drawn platforming game where That's you like, can basically. Oh, yeah, yes, he's, he's yeah, the maker yeah, yeah, of such yeah, popular games as Curled Metal and God of uh, <laughs> God of Getting in a Disagreement. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh of War. <laughs> God of War. God of Mediation. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we had the then there was a Final Fantasy VII that PC announcement that trolled everybody. Oh like, yeah, oh which yeah, still hasn't happened. The PC version yep. coming to yeah, it came to iOS, but still not yeah. PC. Yeah, uh, and then smaller stuff was like Day of the Tentacle, and then uh, Kratos in Shovel Knight. So I want right, to talk right. about what we think uh, we're going to see this year. I mean, the interesting thing is last year uh, they outed during a panel at PSX, not during the keynote. They outed God of, very casually just mentioned God of War for PS4, mm-hmm. and then that's never been officially. They kind of backpedaled, and that's never been officially announced. I feel like this <laughs> would be the place. Yeah, if there is a Full PS4 God of War game. I feel like now's yeah. the time. And we, I mean, we know Santa Monica has been working on it with yeah. titular Corey Street Barlog's Fighter Cory Barlog. That's right. <laughs> I don't think anybody knows what the word titular means. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fun to say though. <laughs> last week was literally this week. It's titular. Yeah. So you think we're gonna get a God of War four, whatever it's called? This feels like the place. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because we thought, I think a lot of us thought we'd see that at E3 even. Yeah. And then, yeah. I was actually expecting this show to be kind of small since they uh, they had such a huge year. But yeah. the way you lined up everything they announced last year, I'm like, man, they actually set the bar pretty high. They don't yeah. really do small anymore. Like Paris Games Week, I don't think anyone expected a lot out of. And that I was know. a pretty full conference, too. Like, yeah, I think, absolutely. Um, I think we'll get that. I do think we'll get PS4 sales, as we mentioned earlier. Yeah. Do you think we're going to see another Uncharted 4 single-player demo? Because obviously at Paris, we saw the multiplayer stuff, but is it sort of like... No, I, at this I, point think so. like, I, I think, think that we're going to see... Radio silence, yeah. I yeah. think we're going to see multiplayer in action as opposed to like a cinematic about it. Interesting, yeah. Like a little like, hey, here's a match, here's what happens, and then it'll be one of those people like, and this is, here's our guy Jeff. Say hi, Jeff. And Jeff's... Waves his yeah. <laughs> hold the controller. Yeah. Jeff's going to be using his special skill. Oh, it's a it's a, a mystical. A mystical is a special. Bill. Oh, look, and look at that. Jeff, 
Jeff's using his real hands and a real controller that's Let's really plugged in. Let's have a laugh, but driving those Borderlands demos at like PAX and stuff is like so nerve wracking. Like, yeah, it's, it's terrifying. So terrified to make, like, oh man, I was like, I knew those demos like the back of my hand. I knew everything to do, but I was just like so scared having my hands in the controller. And there was like, we did a pre-sequel demo, had like a really big jump, and like I missed the jump during one of the demos, and I was like, well, I'm fired. That's it. That's the end. I don't think you can get fired for missing a video game jump. You never know. Yes, I. I guess. Is it like doing a sports in front of a friends? <laughs> sports in front of friends. Is it like um, doing gymnastics for your relatives? Yeah, that's exactly like when I do gymnastics for my relatives. Well, a lot of us here have deep memories. Of <laughs> <laughs> um, I, we we say it for a long time in in the spirit of Colin, but maybe Sony Ben's game finally. I mean, they're doing something. Yeah. Yeah. They haven't released a game since Uncharted Golden Abyss. Like clearly, they're working on something. You would assume More, it's for PS4. What about that Gabe Logan? Is he coming back? Yeah. Who knows. I don't know. I don't think so. And then there's a lot of, I mean, third-party stuff like maybe Final Fantasy will be there. Maybe I think Far Cry yeah. Primal. Far Cry Primal is great. Game, like, yeah. Yeah. They were also yeah. down yeah. a few stuff yeah. just right yep. there. So. Yep. Yeah, and like, I mean, Final Fantasy has been really good about, there's been active time report at every major event, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did one for PAX. They did one for TGS. Uh, TGS. Yeah, yeah, so I, I think it would make perfect sense to do one for yeah. PSX. Yeah, we never really talked about, or we got into it a little bit on the show about Far Cry, Far Cry Primal, but I'm really excited for it. I'm really excited to see how they sort of work around everything that's known to work in the Far Cry games that just yeah. won't be there now, like like are the vehicles, vehicles animals, flying, like guns, yeah, it's really grenades. Hey, like, you know what totally doesn't seem to fit in a game about cavemen is much of a UI. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was actually really turned off by the UI in uh, Horizon Zero yeah. Dawn Light, yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it, it just I think that. And they always show off games with limited UI because it kind of distracts from the actual visuals, but. Yep. Uh, Naughty Dog's games do a really good job of just keeping that pretty slim down mm-hmm. and just yeah. not putting too yeah, much I time love in that. Yeah, I with like minimalist HUDs. It's I mean, HUDs that I, exist like in like in the environment themselves, like stuff like Dead, Dead Space. Space is yeah. always one of my favorites. Um, I remember yeah. like first reading that story of or like no one actually tipped me off. I played for a little while and I was like, is that my health? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my really backpack. Cool. Like that's really yeah. cool. My it's back- weird, like diegetic UI. Yeah, you I know? think that's it's just very smart instead of just like having numbers and and text mm-hmm. all over the all over. But the also, screen. just like there's no like cavemen didn't. They they made cave paintings. They didn't really write anything. So having like a menu just seems really kind of counterintuitive. Maybe yeah. just if everything was just conveyed in symbols. That'd be really cool. Yeah, I can agree. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think one thing we're not going to see is the Last Guardian. We just got the statement this week, sort of that they are keeping uh, footage since E3 very close to the vest because they don't want to give away spoilers, story spoilers. Um, so I don't think we'll see anything there. And I don't. The know. next time they show that game, it needs to just be with the release date. Honestly, I feel yeah. like they need to just say, "Hey, here's one more <laughs> stage demo. It's out." On blank, blank, 2016. Yeah. I mean, I could personally watch that bird dog fall on a bunch of gold, no, me too, gold crates and drop that boy. <laughs> just like dog getting get the bird, bird dog. Bad dog. I bird think dog. after Bad dog. about a decade, I think we get it. And it's like at this point, like they, yeah. we, no one needs to see more footage of that game. Like, yeah. I think, like, just tell us when it's coming. I, I still, I have ever since E3, I've gotten just randomly excited about that game at mm-hmm. just totally inane intervals of Me my too, day. But it's like, I'm, special game. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's sort of this weird Boy Who Cried Wolf thing where I'm just like... Boy Who Cried Bird. Boy Who Cried Dog. I was, <laughs> I was legitimately shocked that they would bring it back without a date. Sorry. It was mm-hmm. probably uh, one of the dumbest things I've ever said in my nearly seven years at this job. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> it's a high bar. I'll be doing it every Thursday. That's yeah. right. Okay, so uh, there are games coming out. Uh, I love that the, the PSX is happening right at a time when there's. It's just if the, anything they announce will just make us look at whatever we get for Christmas and go. Right. I want something new. Yeah. Um, games coming out this week. It's, we're getting into that wonderful time of year. Air conflict. Specific carriers. Brian's grandpa likes that game. What? <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, he. Which one? 
Because I have one that's like a 93-year-old like, Italian that yeah. was in the Merchant uh, Marines and yeah. he's more of a ship's dude. Yeah. And another one that's dead. This is a Pacific <laughs> Carrier. I'm, I'm guessing that this is like a World War II game, but I think it could it, Air Conflict Pacific Carriers is just like you work as a guy at like a DHL dispatch thing. And they're like, now damn it, the box was supposed to get there. I don't understand you. You're across the ocean. It's like the beginning what of Castaway. It like it's before supposed the to be crash. there by then. Uh, this yeah. has been your weekly quasi-John Wayne impression. Yeah, I love doing those. Um, I was arcade, a specific carrier. Arcade Archives. Uh, Icky is the name Icky PS4 okay another one of those games that Jared could probably talk about for 45 minutes uh, here's one I've been looking forward to quite a lot Barbie and her sister's Puppy Rescue oh, what, what, I was just tweeting about this game. what a condescending way to, to, to reference her family it's Barbie and her sister's <laughs> Ugh. Who's like they the Luigi names, like, of Barbie? Snarby. Well, it's like keeping up with the Kardashians, you know? They don't, but we like, know their names, right? There's I mean, Chloe, there's Onion, Caramel, <laughs> Caramel, Onion Cat, there's Candy Corn Kardashian, <laughs> Scrimshaw, <laughs> Padme Amidala Kardashian, <laughs> Wiggler, <laughs> um, yeah, so, Emperor, I don't know, <laughs> Kardashian. Yeah, Puppy Rescue, if you want to find out how Barbie and her sisters would take care of a sick dog, you can <laughs> what if that game's like really dark and their puppy's really sick and you have to like take it to the vet? No. I really I want to see what a Barbie game looks like in 2015. Uh, that's coming to PS4. Apparently it's just retail. It's also going to coming to PS3, PS3, not PS4. Or PS3, yeah. sorry. P- yeah, yeah of course, it's probably coming to PS2 as well. Um, <laughs> I think it was on Wii at E3 this year. I think that was one of the two Wii games that they had. Barbie and her sisters? Yes, Barbie and her sisters, Puppy Rescue. And her sisters. And her sisters, okay. Uh, sorry, I'm sorry. For those of you who are, are mad that we haven't, we've been talking about Barbie for three minutes, Call of Duty Black Ops 3 is coming to PS4 and PS3 Digital Retail. And her sisters. It's, yeah, Black Ops 3 and her sisters is out. Uh, that's 11-6. So so that's Friday. When can we... That's Friday. Do you know? I, really, I really respect uh, Activision. Just Like, it's kind of standard that games come out on Tuesday. I think usually it's like they make sure they... They ship them on Mondays and then t- Tuesday hit the street date or whatever. But having a Friday release for something like Call of Duty makes a ton of sense. So yeah. people I also like, oh, I know this. I was just tweeting about this recently. Albums come out on Fridays now. Yeah, that changed like three months ago. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, with digital. So yeah. I think it's just becoming standard anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I think Nintendo oh, it's games come on Sundays. It's, it's a good thing. Like mm-hmm. you, you get off of work, you have the weekend. Or yeah. you call out for the day. Makes more sense. But sorry, what were you saying? No, so by the end of the week, we'll have uh, Brian Alberts reviewing the game. We'll have our, yep. our review of a bunch of coverage. We'll probably show Cool Zombie. Yeah, there's we'll a, there's Jeff Goldblum's in that game? Uh, yeah. Yep. Uh-uh. Yeah, I don't uh, like that they're... No, no, no. Romp, this is a... It's, Romp, 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 right? yeah. What a... Man, what a weird <laughs> fall. Like, this is such a weird time for this, mm-hmm. like... It's just, it's so bizarre to me that there's a Call of Duty game coming out this week. See, that's how I felt about Assassins also. And, like, I'm playing Syndicate. I like it. But yeah. it's just this weird thing where, like, in addition to, like, Battlefront, Fallout, and all these things we've been talking about, like, I keep forgetting that all the normal staples are coming to. And too. Halo just happened. Yeah, um, it just, I, I almost forgot about Call of Duty and Assassins because I just, you know, obviously they come every year. But sure. I just, you know, somehow they slip my mind. I also, I don't have a ton of friends anymore. I could have ended that sentence halfway through. Uh, <laughs> I'm your friend, buddy. Shut up. <laughs> that, Beyond. <laughs> Beyond that are that are still really in a Call of Duty, yeah. you know that like play multiplayer completely oh all the time. When I go home, like the the friends that like when we all kind of come back for Thanksgiving or whatever, like all those kids are called yeah. kids. Like I have hmm. so many college friends and friends from home that are still like very excited for Black Ops. Like, like everybody I know right now, like is either they're still playing Halo or they can't wait for Fallout or they they can't wait for you know. Star Wars Battlefront, mm-hmm. and but Call of Duty is going to be at the top of the MPD for like the next year. Yep. It just always it, is. It does so. fine. Everyone always groans when they show the reveal yeah. for it, but a lot of people love it. So I agree with go. Mitch. I think this is the year. I think Battlefront will outsell Call of Duty. Okay, really? What yep. about what about Dragon Fin Soup coming to PS4? 
PS3 and PS Vita and her sisters. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah, I, don't know, I don't know anything about Dragon Fin Soup. Uh, Ryan Clements was uh, getting chased by the cops, so he wrote a real, a real short thing about the drop this week. <laughs> really? Yeah. I he, feel like Ryan Clements in, in the comments, he was, was like, probably being chased by the cops. He was like, like a peace metal or tra- something. I'm traveling. The Ryan Clements that I know. They were like, sir, you dropped your wallet. He's like, I've got to go do more work over here and be polite. (laughs) The Ryan Clements that I know would have absolutely, he would have written pages on Dragon Fin Soup if he gave him the chance. Probably. Oh, I miss Dragon Fin Soup? I love Ryan Clements. Yeah, I miss him reading like PSN descriptions. Ryan, come Uh, to Beyond. Yeah, Yeah, Ryan, come on Beyond. I would love that. Everyone tweet at Ryan, tell him to come on Beyond. That's at Plum Cider. Be like, come on Beyond. Yeah. Come on. Um, Come on, Beyond. Yeah, don't. If you put a comma in there, it makes us look weird. Come on, Beyond. Evolve Ultimate Edition is coming to PS4 retail. So if you missed out on Evolve and you want to play it, Mm -hmm. there it is. Uh, Indivisible Prototype Beta. I don't. What? What? Uh, What? Okay. I'm not sure if that's a beta or if that's the name of the game. (laughs) They could have named this game better because it really. That's. The name of the game is Indivisible, and this is a prototype of the. Are it's like sure? a sketch of a sketch. I think no. it might be an indivisible prototype. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's coming out. You and I here's played Here's something I actually want to recommend. Jackbox Party Pack is going to PS4 and PS3 retail. Telltale yeah. is publishing it. Yeah. That's been out digital for ages. That's a really, really, really good. It's a Telltale game? No, Telltale no. is publishing it. Yes. Oh, oh I'm it's sorry. You don't know Jackbox Jack will remember that. <laughs> I, if Indivisible is the game that we played, then you actually might be right. This Thank is the you. Prototype. Hi. Yeah. Welcome to the video game industry. Indie, uh, yeah, there's an Indiegogo. If this is that game, this is the from the Skullgirls guys? Is that what I think... If we're talking about the right game, they have a prototype. They're doing an Indiegogo campaign. It's actually kind of interesting. It's like an action RPG. Um, yeah, we liked it. With like fighting game elements almost. Mm-hmm. It's really, really cool. Yeah, we play huh. it on packs. Yeah. That's real interesting to have that. Like, It seems odd to have a prototype beta of they an indie game a on PS4. Because yeah. they're crowdfunding it. Right. Um, but that seems that's that seems kind of groundbreaking if that's yeah. the case. Yeah. Yeah. If, that's what this is, if, yeah. if it is a science fiction game called Indivisible Prototype Beta, then we we're apologize. Yeah. Yes. Then we're way off. <laughs> that's what it sounds like to me, though. Uh Oh, sorry. I was going to say the thing about the thing after the thing you're going to say next. I was going to say, um, yeah, Jackbox Party Pack. If you want to have a really like a really fun, dumb trivia night with your friends, that that game is super fun. Yep. You basically, if you got a smartphone of pretty much any sort that's got a browser on it, you all connect to the same Wi-Fi network and use your phones as controllers, yeah. which is great. Genius. There's yeah. like a little Pictionary mini game. I love that game. Yeah, that's like super fun. Regular and how like cool that is it that Telltale is publishing? I think yeah. that's awesome. No, that's on that's real yeah. smart. Yeah. Uh, Lords of the Fallen Complete Edition for PS4. Yeah, one of those games that was like a perfectly adequate Dark Souls sort of yeah. ripoff, but yep. now with Bloodborne and uh, Dark Souls 3 on the horizon, it's sort of, yeah. I don't know. I mean, you talk about forgetting games are coming out. This next one, I cannot believe this is out and I had no idea. Need for Speed? Yeah. Yeah. I had absolutely no idea that was coming out this week. Yeah, our review was up. Did you read the quote uh, about why they released Tomb Raider when they did? Yeah. Which is sort of just like, well, if we went the week before, it's Halo, and if we go the week after, it's 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 Call of Duty. But the week after that is Fallout, so we'd put it right here because oh, <laughs> it's so hard, guys. It's just you don't even know. So I feel like they just like, I guess they looked at the calendar and they were like, uh, pick your poison. Here, you know, here it goes. I I think that really it's like uh, the difference between Fallout and Tomb Raider is like. If you want to go out to dinner and one person's like, hey, you want to go to a food truck? And the other person's like, let's go have a fancy steak dinner. And you're like, yeah. some people, you want to kind of just have a quick bite. You want to have something that's like Tomb yeah. Raider, known quantity. Fallout, yep. that's going to undoubtedly be a big game. And so. 10 times more time investment. Like yeah. Tomb Raider's yeah. probably 10 hours yeah. long. Fallout, you could probably spend 100. We've, and, we've talked uh, about this. So we reviewed Need for Speed, yeah. right? Yeah, we did not like it. And we did not like it. No. And that live action stuff does not look great. Mm-hmm. Um, it's such a pretty game. It's like so weird. Like, 
just let us drive cars. Like, I'm yeah. surprised that they would even bother with all that other stuff. And that's like their whole marketing angle. Mm-hmm. I don't get all that. Like, when people get bored of just the fundamental thing that works so well, is it the people making the games that are just like, what if Tony Hawk could walk? Like, it's no, always stop. That. Like, I don't exactly. want to get it on my car. I don't want to make a movie. I just want to drive around like a gorgeous landscape. And let me do that on my PS4. Those games are at their best when they just let you yeah. drive. Like, I, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm I feel like they're trying to tap into the. Did that. That Need for Speed movie came out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Paul. I it actually did, was, liked the movie. You liked okay. it? Yeah, it. it was like a decent Fast and the Furious movie. Okay. Well, I feel like they're trying to tap into that kind of thing and be like, hey, what's the story version about cars? How do we get that Fast and the Furious crowd? You know? Yeah. And so apparently they kind of missed the mark, unless you know that one angry guy in the comments uh, really enjoyed the game. Max, in which this, case. this next name, did you just write random letters? <laughs> Norn Nine Varcommons. What? Norn Vita saved. Uh, good news, everybody. There is a hot new Vita game based on three different pieces of IKEA furniture glued together. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Nor- so it's N O R N number nine. nine without a space colon var that's V A R and then the word commons. All right. Is this a game about common? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, this is the rapper common sense. Con- Damn it, Ryan Clements. You don't give us any information. <laughs> How else are we supposed to learn about these things? Research? Anyway, uh, Poncho is coming to PS4. Poncho looks rad. Yeah. Poncho's cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm getting a code. I want to play it. it. It's this really cute-looking pixel uh, 2D puzzle platformer where uh, the whole... The twist. The, yeah, the twist is that you change sort of uh, dimensions from like foreground, mid-ground to background. Hmm. And so it's kind of like Fez where like you yeah. will jump... To almost to your death, but then swap into the background and you'll land on a platform. I feel like if, you would like to yeah. If you played Mutant Muds? Yeah. Yeah, totally, so yeah. that totally like kind of reminds me. That sounds really awesome. Yeah. Yeah, the game's got really great style, gorgeous art, this like melancholy yep. look and sound to it. So, it actually reminds yeah. me a little bit of, um, what was it, Rayman Legends, where you could switch back and forth between Oh, the, and oh yeah, right, that was it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so it, it looks a lot like that. God, Very like cool. Rayman if Legends. you haven't played either yeah. of those games, by the way, Origins on your Legends. PS4, play yeah. Origins Legends. I mean, speaking about games that are better on Vita, Rayman Legends Origins are great on Vita. Mm-hmm. Except the, the only thing that sucks about Rayman Legends is, is the touchscreen stuff. The touchscreen stuff is a little dumb, but also it's basically impossible to get the platinum trophy in that game because one of them is like be number one on the leaderboards, and it's like you can't like you have yeah, to they have like that, what? they have a Why? daily they have a daily challenge, and you have to be in the top ten percent of that, and it's like. Vita's the one place where you can kind of do it because there are fewer players, but it's just, it's not. You're never going to do it. There's no way brutal. they still have that daily until, challenge. You know, before they shut off I the servers. I bet if I went back now, yeah, I bet if oh, I went yeah. back now, barely of, anyone's playing. Because yeah. of solar flares. It's, 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 it's going to be you and just the weirdest guy. Yeah. Uh, I'm not giving up that crown. <laughs> <laughs> There's also Shovel Knight. Shovel Knight is coming to PS4 retail. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. if you want something to put on your shelf, I know a lot of people are into that. Shelf yep. Knight. If you yeah. haven't played this game. If you haven't played this game. If you haven't played this game yet? Just go play it. Don't be dumb. Yeah, it's great. Uh, oh, Shovel Knight is awesome. It was yep. it was my it was one of my game of the years, if not my game of the year. The year it came yeah. out. Yeah, I maxed it out on Wii U and 3DS at the time. I yep. really want to go back and play it on uh, and get you know the Kratos stuff because I yeah. haven't played any of the non Nintendo versions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Snoopy's Grand Adventure is coming to PS4. So and your sisters. <laughs> So Jose is reviewing this, and I asked Dan if Wait, I what? could review it, and he said no because I never finished my Duck Dynasty review last year. Wow! I always have my November ironic review that I take and then never finish. Oh, uh, that one's that one's still I hanging wanna, over I want to do yeah. a Let's Play of Duck Dynasty with you. I saw that. Also, yeah. that game is still fifty dollars on PSN. <laughs> what? I was going. Yeah, that was the highest I've ever heard your voice go. Wow! It's fifty dollars. I believe so. Yeah, I was looking at that. It is definitely uh, a mostly full-priced game still. 
Um, it That's also- more expensive than anything on Duck Dynasty. <laughs> <laughs> that show is made of camo and felt and guns. Those and animatronics bigotry. of those men bigotry, are yeah. pretty yeah. impressive, though. Yeah. yeah. I thought you said uh, Pikachu and Hansel Workshop pulled all the stops to them. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Wait, so, so Jose, we're in, we're in the, the heart Snoopy's Grand of, Adventure. of big game review season right now. Yeah, not and on Jose Wii U. Otero, well, man. Jose, first of all, he normally does Wii U games, and second of all, he like ruptured his elbow or something, so I can understand why maybe he'd you know, have He's a free also, spot to... He deserves a, a real grand adventure this year. It's true. Which Let's give him yeah. that. Yeah. Or let's uh, give him the, the kind of adventure that only Snoopy can give and him. Then, Smiling, happy Jose. Finally, yeah. this is the longest drop we've ever done. We like hanging out and talking. I'm sorry if that's upsetting. Uh, Tomba 2, the yes. evil swine return. PS1 classics. It's uh, mm-hmm. Marty got a real cool Tomba plush toy this week. Yeah. Real, real good. Yeah, uh, that, that game's amazing if you haven't played it. It's this really great uh, Metroidvania from uh, yeah. Whoopi, Whoopi, a Whoopi Camp. The bad pigs. Yeah, it's dirty, not bad pigs. Dirty, nasty yeah, pigs. Filthy little get swine. The, get, the, get that Tomba. Yeah, just get that boy. Put it doesn't right, just, put it right what, there. Doesn't he like belly flop on them? Am I yeah, he does. Yeah. yeah, and then he like eats them. Real, it's a really great game. I want that game boy. to come back. Beats so up a pig. That is, that is awesome. That is a that is a lot of money to spend on games if you have it. Uh, which brought us to a topic that Alex Kraus posted in the podcast Beyond Facebook group that I asked if uh, he could generously lend to this show because I want to have this conversation with you guys. Being an adult is kind of weird and spending video game money and trying to figure out what money goes where. So he says, anyone else find it funny that people will spend sixty to hundred dollars going out and getting drunk on a weekend, but when you decide to spend or a day, <laughs> but when you decide to spend sixty dollars in a game that you get 20 plus hours of fun on, suddenly that's a poor use of your money. Now, so, I want to preface this by saying that this is sort of a touchy subject because everyone has different incomes. You know, that's, yeah, that's a reality. Of course, of course. Uh, yeah, when we when also, we were, you were in Portland this last weekend I where was. apparently drinks cost $2. It was yeah. real nice. Yep. You yep. will be hard pressed to find a drink costing less than $5 in San Francisco. Sure. And yep. people in Australia right now are uh, pu- ripping out their headphones and throwing them into the flaming so, spider <laughs> pit because yeah. they, drinks cost $8 there. But I wanted yeah. to say take alcohol out of the equation. No. Replay- I know. <laughs> Do we have to? <laughs> Bring it back. That was a real, a really solemn noise. One of my favorite uh, I was to come a, from your. I was in a mall food court with Marty before a movie one, and we were late to go up to the movie, and I was throwing away my food, and I had like a little bit of beer left, and I went to throw it away, and Marty literally dove across the table and screamed at me. Wow, Marty Gumble. <laughs> so anyway, take alcohol out of the equation, and and. Pop in anything that you do for fun. Uh, going yeah. to a, going spending forty dollars to see a movie and eating popcorn and you know a soda, or going to like like we Max and I had to go to uh, to amusement parks and zoos like six had times to. in one summer. Not so long. It's a long story uh, for the comedy button, but. Um, you could spend a lot of money just basically going a couple rides and buying like a big fun mm-hmm. canteen with a picture of a pirate on the side. I mean, of if it. you live in a big city and want to leave your house, yeah. to spend money. Like, I mean, basically, yeah. there's like almost nothing you can do in this city that's your. Like, I I can't remember the last time I had a day where I just didn't yeah. spend money. So I guess the discussion here really is like, let's talk about spending money as an adult and how you <laughs> justify it with games and how you justify it walking across the streets. And for example, there's a place across the street called Merrigan's Sandwich Shop. Awesome place. A, a favorite, probably some of my favorite sandwiches in the city. It's $13. And when it opened, it was 18 18 Was it really? You had, they had two, you could buy a half sandwich for nine. Uh, the price That's insane. Down. It's Their $13 for, okay, for a chicken Guys. parm. Yeah. Okay. It's an expensive when the sandwich. sandwich was yeah. But you'd still get an expensive From sandwich. Goldfarb, I will throw you down the laundry chute, okay? I don't know if we have one of those here, but I'll, I'll figure it out. Uh, yeah, food's <laughs> expensive. There's that whole thing where if you spend money on like life experiences, like travel, food, you know, concerts, going going out, kind of just living, they say that it's it's generally more satisfying than spending money on like physical stuff and like yeah. kind of just 
ownership and, and possessions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's interesting that games kind of fall in the middle here because they are physical things. I mean, for the most part, they are things that you buy, the things things you purchase that are for the most part kind of solitary. You, you do them at home, but they're also things you experience. Yeah. So they yep. fall in this weird middle ground where you like you want to get the most out of your experience. You know, if you if you're buying uh, you know plane tickets to go someplace, you typically don't like fly someplace with a you know hundred dollar ticket or whatever. You don't go there for one day and then come back. I mean, maybe for a work trip or something. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to travel someplace, you usually want it to be worth it. Right. Yeah. yeah. So the price of admission, if you're paying sixty bucks for a game, you want it to be really somewhat substantial. Yeah. yeah. There's also the types of experiences of like. The type of game that you you play through once and you, it stays with you forever. Like when people ask me, like you know, what defines video games to you, or what's you know, what's what are video games? Like the, I immediately start thinking of some of the more like gut wrenching moments in The Last of Us, and mm-hmm. I think about that game as a narrative from top to bottom. And it's a game that I re- tried to replay in HD the first three hours of, and then I stopped and I said I like this experience once the way it was. But then there's other games that like I could go back to forever. You know, right. like Mario Kart 64 or something like that is one of those games like you could plug in and I, I would play for half an hour right now. Yeah. And it wouldn't be particularly memorable and I'd yeah. be laughing for a little bit. But it's not really that same sort of journey, that voyage of like doing something from start to finish. It's just sort of a repetitive experience that I enjoy that I can go back to that's kind of comfort food. Yeah, it's really yeah. weird with a lot of games that like uh, barring my favorites, um, I don't really I can't like vividly remember a lot of games like i'll remember generally if i liked them or didn't right. like them but remember i remember moments i remember moments yeah you know, but, like but, they're like dreams in that sense yeah, yeah. absolutely whereas like certain things like geez i like the money i spent to go to a taylor swift concert a couple months ago i could have bought a console for but like i adored that night like i will yeah. remember that night forever yeah as opposed to like a lot of the games i probably reviewed like last year i i can generally remember what i thought of them but like i don't have but, these like yeah. concrete memories of them. it is true this happens all the time where i'll look at i'll look at something and i'll be like that's too expensive and it's it's like a game, and I'm like I'm gonna wait for a price drop for that. But then I'll like I'll walk like I took my wife out to dinner on her birthday, and it was like two hundred dollars, mm-hmm. you know, or two hundred twenty bucks. And I'm just like two people had a bottle of wine, and we split two appetizers and had a main course each mm-hmm. in San Francisco at a very nice restaurant, oh. and it was a wonderful experience. But then I'll turn around and I'll like log into PSN and I'll be like ten dollars. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, I mean, or- I had that moment buying uh, buying Uncharted. You know, it's yeah. like sixty bucks, and I love how people are like, you work at IGN, you get games for free, and it's like. The, re- the reality is that I've, I get the, the least amount of free games that I get anywhere else I've worked because there's yeah. a lot of other people here who want to play the games and yeah. it's you know um, but I, if I, I still like games and I'll you know I'll, I'll buy them but mm-hmm. that said I was like I've already played one of these games pretty recently and one of them I'm kind of lukewarm about and uh uh, I don't know, and I'm like, but it's a, it's three games for sixty bucks. Those yeah. are some twenty dollar games. Well, and, there's and I was like, th- I was on that, I was on the fence about that. Well, there's that weird thing. There's like such like terrible uses of money, like taking like an Uber during surge. Oh, like, yeah. I spent twenty dollars yeah. to get home that I could have, if I would have given an extra half an hour, I could have took a two. Yeah, my bus. my my tax my taxi home from a Halloween party was twenty seven dollars. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and it's like, well, okay, but I like, I don't know, my my dad always kind of taught me this thing, which was basically like. If if you spend a lot of money on something and then you don't use it and you throw it out, like then it's a waste. Mm-hmm. But if you enjoy it, then it doesn't really matter. Yeah, you know? it's that weird like the value proposition of we were just talking about this. Like if you buy if you spend sixty bucks and you get Fallout Four, <clears throat> you're gonna play it for hundreds of hours. Yeah. If you buy Tomb Raider, you might be done with it in two sittings. But that doesn't mean it's a waste of money. It yeah. means it, it depends on what you want. And you well, know, like, if like, you enjoyed it, it doesn't make it a waste. Like I bought I bought The Witcher and I didn't get into it. And it's 
a huge, it's taking up a huge amount of space on my hard drive and it costs $60. And I look at that like with regret because I'm like, it's, it's like, oh, I wasted 60 bucks on this. And I'm more disappointed that I didn't get into it uh, rather than being like, I wasted $60. Mm-hmm. But it all, it all sort of comes together, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Reality is video games are really expensive because of this like, crazy emergent medium that doesn't like, it's expensive to go to the movies for two hours. You go see a motion picture, it's 12 bucks, and everyone loves yeah. to complain about that. But, like, I don't know. It's funny. We, we kind of we take for granted the fact that the, the price of admission to video games is hundreds of dollars to get the machine that plays them. Yeah. And then 60 bucks, you know, a pop afterwards. It's so also it's ironically cheaper. It's cheaper like, than yeah. it's ever been. Yep. I, it's, yeah. Yep. I mean, that's, that's the weird thing about it. I remember having a, a PS1 and a Sega Genesis, like, Buying games for my Genesis for like eighty eight dollars mm-hmm. each, and this was yeah. in you know the nineties. And McCaffrey which, just tweeted out an old like Kmart ad or yeah, something. yeah, I love seeing those Mario Brothers mm-hmm. three for eighty four ninety nine. I remember I, I like saved up money for like three months and I bought like Clay Fighter thirty three and a third or whatever, which yeah. is a yeah. terrible fighting mm-hmm. game, and it was seventy nine dollars, and it was like. Yep. Or Echo Con- the Dolphin. Conversely, you can go get a $50 tablet and play Angry Birds or yeah. whatever, you know, yeah. cl- Clash of Wars or whatever. Like every now and then I'll see a lady in first class playing uh, a, an iPad game that has ads in it. And I'm like, that's that pisses me off more than anything else. <laughs> like, all right, you, you spent $2,000 on your your sky chair, but you won't get a, spend a dollar to remove the ads. Like, <laughs> Oh, you could be playing Dang and Romper right now if you got a Vita. Exactly. She could probably afford a Vita. I don't tell them that because that's how Yo, you get Persona kicked off the plane. Yeah. Have you ever played a visual novel? <laughs> anyway, that's yeah, so a anyway, sticky, I, I, sticky thing. I think there's, an, yeah, yeah. there's no real right yeah. answer there, but of I'm glad we had that conversation. Yeah, yeah. That's a good question. Though. That's uh, worth, it's worth addressing that. Yeah, so let's move on to some quicker questions every week in the Podcast Beyond mm-hmm. Facebook group, which you should join. I do a little thing called Rapid Fire, where I ask people questions and... I asked them a question, then they asked me more questions, and then we try to give them answers, just like Danny Juarez did. Beyond, what is Andrew Goldfarb's morning routine? Uh, you, you live very close to work, so I don't really I do. know what your morning routine is like. Uh, I generally like to wake up, like it depends, like if I've been up late or whatever, I'll sleep till like last minute and roll out of bed and come to work, but uh, I like to kind of have a nice morning. I like to sit down and like read a bunch and drink coffee and like take time to like catch up on news and all that stuff, so... General good morning would be like I wake up. I normally have some coffee, make some simple breakfast like eggs or toast. Uh, you don't shave. Sometimes a banana with peanut butter. You find you find your shirt that looks the most like it's laundry day. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Which all of your shirts are like it's laundry day. Which can't be all of your I shirts, but somehow it is. Laundry day What's that one with the dog on it? <laughs> I've been Sun Dogs 2009. You, know, <laughs> you, know, you remind me of you remind me of that series of children's books, the little little critter. <laughs> Little woodland critter with some children's clothes on. Ah. You just roll out of your little burrow. <laughs> oh boy, peanut butter and bananas again. Uh, what a treat. What about the shower with Goldfarb? Are you a morning shower guy? Yeah, I shower in the morning too. Do you ever shower at night? Every once in a while, if I come home and feel gross, like I, I, I shower at night during like Gamescom and packs. And yeah, stuff. I do. I, I do the home. same. That's my one of my favorite showers. Is yeah. in at night at nighttime after working a convention and being around just fifty thousand just of the smelliest dudes. <laughs> I got I got into a little argument this weekend. Have, have you guys ever had a beer in the shower? Yeah. I, so or a drink I don't, in the shower. I don't drink yeah, beer. Totally. Yeah. Uh, or not really. Yeah. So shower it's, vodka soda. <laughs> I've done that, which is extremely dangerous. Yeah, because if you bring just, a, you bring a can of beer into the shower, it's like nothing could really happen. But you bring a. <laughs> 
What? No, he just uh, he asked me. Uh, him and his friend asked me this question this weekend. The only time I've ever done shower beers was in one of my New York apartments. Um, I did it with a bottle because I'm an idiot and I dropped it and shattered. It. Oh yeah, I had to like go on a towel and get the well, broom and like. I've had those nights where people, I'm like, I'm gonna stay in and watch a movie, and then like at 9:30, I get a text being like, "Yo, we're right around the corner. Uh, come hang out, blah blah blah," and I'm like. Uh, I better get a drink in this <laughs> as quick as possible and go out and join them. And I'll go into the shower with a, a vodka soda with like a lime and a straw and there's like my body water's going into it. <laughs> I'm just figuring you with like a shaker. Like, yourself. <laughs> you just drink out of the loofah by accident. Yeah. It's, like it's like the opposite of like the waking up late like montage. You're like, oh no. <laughs> just squirt shampoo in my mouth and <laughs> die. Uh, Gianni Risotto says, which is uh, speaking of Italy, what's your opinion on the negative feedback concerning the Fallout 4? Leaks. Now, you guys probably saw the first 20 minutes were leaked. Um, menu screen. Menu screens were leaked. Uh, P- JPEGs and PNGs of the of the PC version Ooh. were leaked. Everybody has Did anybody own. do a graphics comparison of the JPEGs to PNGs? <laughs> Boy, man, this is a lossless <laughs> The format. frame rate on the PNGs is way better. Uh and um I I wanted to know what you guys what you guys thought about people really like kind of Completely judging this thing before it's out, before that's, they're playing, that's exactly before right. they're like, the scope I, of it. I think it's dumb to judge it until you see the actual game. And like we, any people have been doing this since E3 when we first saw. I mean, I remember seeing that that dog and being like, "That's a weird looking dog." <laughs> but then you're like, "Well, in comparison to this whole game, which is massive, like yeah, it's yeah always, that's, that's, that's I feel okay. like open world games can kind of get a pass to some extent. Where like yeah. if the character model doesn't look great, well, that, of course it doesn't because it's you know the game is gigantic, and of course in a game like Tomb Raider it can look a lot prettier because it's short and there's less to it. So yeah, it's it's hard to. Gauge because I don't have any idea how big Fallout is. Yeah, you know, right. I don't know what's in there. Like, we really don't know a whole lot about this. I think that it's like, it's this. This is the kind of vertical slice. Like the the stuff that's leaked is sort of like what games, what, what might have been demoed at E3 this year if they'd announced it. Yep. Like the year before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So speaking you know. of which, we can't really talk about. Fall- we actually cannot at all talk about Fallout Four, but we can next week. So listen to Beyond for some and also Jared's show will start. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're starting. It starts this week, I think. Yeah, it's called The Vault. We're gonna have a show that Jared's gonna host. Mm-hmm. All right, Jared's a real Finally. nice boy. Jared I love Miranda. that man. Yep, yeah. me too. Jaranda. Hello, everybody. Welcome to The Vault. I'm Jared Petty, and today we're looking at the secrets of nuclear Boston. <laughs> Bobbleheads and dogs and fun galore. I'm looking right at you. <laughs> I love you, Jared. Uh, Charlie Manny says, if you could make a book into a video game, which one would you choose and why? Max. Dark Tower. Ooh. We've done this before. Totally yep. I said Virtual Light. Uh, yep. Conversely, Little one, Critter. One Flew Over <laughs> Cuckoo's. Little Critter. Richard, yeah. Richard Scarry's books. Frog, uh, Frog and Toad. <laughs> Frog and Toad are friends. <laughs> Hell yeah. Buddy buddy co-op bike riding game. Yeah. Fro- yep. A frog and a toad. It'd be like a Army of Two, but with frogs and bikes instead of guns and dudes. Yeah, mine yeah. was it was Barbie and her sister's puppy rescue, but yeah. somebody listened to me. And Finally, that, that, that award-winning novel has finally been adapted into a game. Eric Dutch Morris says, what's a great entry game to introduce your kids into gaming? Right I don't now, know if, if we've had this conversation Right before. now, I would say Disney Infinity in a heartbeat. Yeah, that's actually a really or good one. Nor nine. Don't Nor stop. Nine. Stop saying. Stop it. Stop that. Stop, please stop saying that word. It's My word. son's first words will be Nor nine bar commons and his sister and her sister. Damn it! No, uh, like I've had this conversation with people before about like I've heard people say that they want to raise their children on basically the history of video games. Mm-hmm. So you start them with like. Pong, and then they get to play Super Mario Brothers, and then, you know, once they beat all those things, there was actually an article about this recently, I don't know if you guys read this, and the kid is actually really awesome at video games now, so there is there is some value to this, but on the flip side, I think it's also like, 
raising your kids with leeches instead of medicine. I, I, let's, let's, let's kind of expand upon this. I think it's like what the Amish do. Yeah. Where they're like, nope, you got to do it this way. And then the second they're 18, they're like, oh, well, all right, you get room springer. And yeah. it's like the kids go out and they get, get hooked on free-to-play MOBAs. And they're, <laughs> they're like, woo! Is that what we're sisters. calling? Yeah, puppy rescue. Is that the street name for meth? They don't know what a they don't know what a, <laughs> a real game is. You know, I don't know. It's, yeah, I feel like I don't. I'm not a kid I love guy, that. but like I feel like the point should just be like to let the kid play what they want. Like obviously not like super violent, awful things or whatever. Yeah, yeah but there's stuff stuff to like play with your kids. Like I think yeah. some of the Lego games. Are great. I love that yeah. season of Breaking Bad. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I love the season of Breaking Bad when Walter White took over Gus Fring's free to play MOBA empire. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I think that Disney Infinity is a really good one because it teaches you uh, there's platforming stuff, there's action stuff, there's racing uh, there's elements There's RPG that. stuff. There's, there's skill RPG trees. Stuff. Like, yeah. yeah, it's sort of this catch-all for video games, and you get to play as a bunch of different characters. It's, it's kind of a dream game for like a I, I, It's easy to look at those games, and I think like maybe the first two rounds there was a little bit of kind of nickel and dime like, buy the toys, get to take the ride kind of yeah. thing. Like, you got to get more toys to do this, but at this point, they've pretty much got a modular platform for new games, and mm-hmm. If you buy like the whole kind of basic kit set, whatever, you get you can buy expansions that come with like two new dudes and basically a whole campaign. Like yeah. that's what they're doing for the Force Awakens. That stuff right. I guess leaked or whatever, but it was like that's gonna be the first licensed Force Awakens game. Yeah. That's yeah. gonna pop up and it's gonna be like, here you go. And you get to play as Ray and Finn or whatever. Yeah. And it's not like cash and stuff. Like the Star Wars stuff is cool. The Marvel stuff is cool. The, yeah. the inside out stuff yeah. is super cool. I mean you you, yep. you gotta throw ninety bucks at it the first time around, I think, and then you yeah. buy expansions. But it's like if your kids are into a bunch of different like if your kids are into anything that Disney owns right now, which is kind of a little bit of everything, yeah. then that's a pretty good and option. Also, and also, if not, there's also Lego Dimensions. Like I, I always have this fear that uh, video games are going to sort of ruin the tangible physical toy market for kids. I'm so like, happy I think it'd be really not. sad if like kids yeah, grew up without toys. Weird? And so I, I think it's cool that the you know these these Toys to Life games are sort of bridging the gap between. Yeah, them. I mean, conversely, no one in this room has ever knowingly made a baby, so we don't really know what we're talking about. No one's but made a whole you, baby. If you have, if you've raised a child and you're and you play video games, uh, send us an email at beyond.ign.com and let us know. Uh, what your his or her your child's trajectory through gaming was where did they start and uh, how are they doing with it Matthew Shop has said have you ever broken a controller because of something going on in a game yeah. beyond nope. not, oh, no. well, no? not me not me no. not broken I, got a, I got a good story about this yeah. I, don't know, I, I forget if I told this or not uh, this is a follow up to my Metal Gear story from a, a couple episodes <laughs> ago um, the night before I moved to California uh, I was going to leave, like, get in the car with my mom and two cats that were doped up on Cat Valium uh, and drive across country like in The Karate Kid. Uh, the night before that happened, I went over to my best friend's house, the one who I played Metal Gear with the whole time. And we're like, you know what? For old time's sake, let's, let's, uh, let's run through Metal Gear Solid. And so we sat down, popped the Metal Gear Solid, and we played almost all of it. And we get to the fight with Metal Gear Rex at oh, the wow. end. Yeah. And my friend's playing because I bad at that game because it's hard and I was 14 or whatever uh, and he's playing on one of those controllers that's like not a Mad Cats but like definitely not a real controller mm-hmm. and it's got like a turbo button which is great for the ocelot torture scene or whatever and he's playing with it we're playing that game and he keeps getting killed it's like 4.30 in the morning the sun is coming up and I'm like we've got to beat this effing game otherwise I'm going to leave Connecticut un- unfinished it's going to be t- tragic and it's that that same goddamn cutscene where it's got Gray Fox being like, after Zanzibar, a cornered <laughs> fox is more dangerous than a jackal. And then like the the, the monster steps on or whatever. Um, that we died at that like a dozen times. And sun is literally coming up. 
I'm like, my mom's going to be here at 7.30. We got we to do this. And he just takes a controller after like one final time and throws it at the wall and it explodes. <laughs> it doesn't break like sort of. It just shatters and explodes. Like it's made of voxels or something. And it just goes every which way. And we're both like, huh. Like what's so <laughs> Exactly. And he plugs in another, an actual controller, plugs it in and beats it first try. And we're like, all right, you finish the game, <laughs> high five, and I get in the car. It was just like one of those. That is amazing. What was wrong with that controller? <laughs> it was haunting. It was haunting. I love that so much. Oh, my God, that's great. All right, well, we'll leave on that high note. Thank you, Matthew Schiappas, Danny Juarez, Gianno Risotto, speaking of Italy, Charlie Manet, and Eric Dutch Morris. And Alex Krauss. And Alex Krauss. Yeah, that's yeah. great. This is that was a good bunch of questions. Thanks, yeah, guys. We answered all of them. There's a lot we of did. other ones, like, what are your favorite porn star? I, I can't read those here. Andrew Goldfarb. It's Andrew Goldfarb. Yeah. <laughs> Clickies with Andrew. And her sisters. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm so sorry. You want to do an outro or are you going to finish your whole bottle? <laughs> I'm having a nice, a nice sip of water. It's very hot in here under these lights. I teed you up to finish the show and you're Thank just like, you all all <laughs> I had to pee for like half an hour. Okay. Thank you all for listening, everybody. I'm sorry if we talked over each other. We had a good time talking to each other. We have a good time. Mm-hmm. I'm Max Scoville. You can follow me on Twitter, Max Scoville. With me, Marty Sleeve. I already said that part. He's McBiggity with two yeah. G's and two T's. Brian is Agent Bizzle. That's right. And. Little Goldie, old Goldenrod, <laughs> my little critter is Garfield. So I need to make a list of all the things you've called the answer. I've just been listing you Every as the episode. wrong name in yeah. Golden, Golden Dream. <laughs> Show post. Yeah. Gold Gold. Um, Golden Shower. If you want to check yep. out other stuff we do, Brian and I do Up at Noon Live every Thursday at noon Pacific time. We have a fun time doing that. Yep. I just recently tried to bring back my uh, a very familiar show. Some of you might know Study Hall. It's called Cram Session. Search Cram Session on IGN. Look around for that. It's uh, really I've awesome. one episode. I yep. should have more on the way. Uh, Marty, what do you got? Uh, I am also on our Xbox podcast, uh, Podcast Unlocked, uh, and I just reviewed, or re-reviewed, I guess, the uh, Darksiders 2 Definitive Edition Uh, for the the PS4. Uh, If you haven't played that game, it's a pretty decent uh, Zelda ripoff. If you have played that game, you don't have to play it again. Yeah. No place forever. Uh, My my album's turning two years old in a couple of weeks. Old enough to drink. It's not, no. Not at all. Remember what we said about not having raised kids? <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of babies bring a nice tall vodka soda into the shower. <laughs> smash it on the floor and drink the shampoo instead. Uh, it's free to download. It's called Misanthrope. Uh, and you can go to misanthropealbum.com and download it. And uh, it works. It goes really well with a lot of PS4 games. People have been tweeting at me recently saying that it's fun to play Resogun with that. So go enjoy it. It's hey, instrumental and it's free. That's on Spotify, isn't it? It's on Spotify. It's on uh, play, It's on Sony Music. It's on everything. Yeah, so Sony Music, everything. Spotify yeah. thing. Yeah. So you can you can sort of play it on your PS4. Yep. Check that out. Yep. Awesome. <laughs> what are you doing? Golden oh, I'm, I'm Event coverage. Uh, we're covering BlizzCon this week. Uh, D23 through Tokyo. We mm-hmm. got a whole bunch of stuff. I'm I just playing stuff. He's lined up an exclusive interview with Jadakiss. Yeah. You yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Fiddle with this microphone stand. <laughs> anyway, that's what? it. Uh, if you guys want to join our Facebook Why group. Why did you go there? That's so man. If, right. if I had five bucks for every time that Marty has arbitrarily mentioned some '90s musician, <laughs> yep. he said Jada Kiss and Common on the show. I really love you, Marty. Thanks, man. Yeah, man. Well, I love just, you, yeah, um, yeah. Check out Noriega's new album. <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah, it's just Creator email us beyond at ign.com and check out the Facebook group. It's Facebook.com/slash/group/slash/podcast/beyond. <clears throat> So we had that big debate about the, starting the show with Beyonds, right? And a whole bunch of people chimed in, and I wanted to say. The one that meant the most to me was Cisco. <laughs> DM me on Twitter to say you should keep that going. 
Oh, well, yeah. Wow. No, totally. So That's thank awesome. you. That was the one vote that counted the most. Thank you, Cisco. You are awesome. Also, shout out to my friend Jeff, who listens to every episode, apparently, and I found that out like a week ago. Let's just end He's this no Cisco. He, yeah, what, He's definitely no Cisco. Did, did Jeff uh, help write the thong song at all, or was no. he, Yeah, no? he did. Was he at any of the, was he in the uh, the music video for Wild Wild West at all? Yes, or? he was, yeah. Oh, okay. All right, well, <laughs> thank you for listening. Fire alarm? Drag it outside. <laughs> Goodbye, good night. Good night. Beyond. 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 Stop. Beyond. Stop. Beyond. Stop. Beyond. 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 Cisco. Jeff. <laughs> Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.